Is Florida's growth rate sustainable? Can citizens of coastal communities take law enforcement seriously? And how Florida and other coastal communities are getting screwed with the new infrastructure deal. This is Captain Jeff, and you're listening to The Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Okay, so Florida's growth rate is totally freaking out. More people are moving to Florida than any state in the nation, and not so sure it's uh, sustainable. But before we get into all that... This week's episode is brought to you by the Coastal Community Network. Um, by becoming a member for as little as $10 a month, you guys can support content that actually can make a difference in your coastal community. So this episode brought to you by the Coastal Community Network. So go to coastalcommunitynetwork.org and become a member for as little as 10 bucks a month. So according to the Census Bureau and other government agencies, the rate of growth in the state of Florida and Texas dwarfing everybody else's rate of growth in the United States. Now, I can't speak for Texas. I've never spent any time there. I don't know anything about Texas. I'll leave that up to the Texans and the people of Texas. But I can talk about Florida and other coastal communities because it's not just Florida that has these crazy growth rates. Other coastal communities like Charleston, all through the Carolinas, Louisiana, um, they have these growth rates like we have here in Florida. And the reason being is people want to move to, well, they're into Florida right now because of Governor DeSantis and all the um, promotion from the mainstream media about Florida right now. Because we're able to send our kids to school and open our businesses, then uh, that makes us exceptional now. That's kind of crazy, right? Like, we're exceptional because we can send our kids to school and our businesses can open to do business. That's a pretty low standard in my book as far as being um, a great state. But then everybody's standards, you know, it's all about everybody's standards. Yeah, standards and what people are willing to settle for. And I'll give you Fort Lauderdale is, you know, the big example. Um, Fort Lauderdale is just overpopulated, plain and simple. And our suburbs go deep. Um, we have towns all around Fort Lauderdale, um, but not all these towns have the coast or, or water. So as we open it up more and more towns and, and small cities, um, they all want to enjoy the same coast. So that's the big thing with coastal communities. That's why it's so different than other types of communities. And what we've done, and what's especially here in, in Florida and in South Florida, we've totally exploited our coastal communities to attract people, to stimulate growth. And that is not sustainable. Like we can't just keep exploiting everything all around the state of Florida and other kinds of coastal communities. And what I mean by exploiting is, let's take Fort Lauderdale Beach, for instance. Okay? Fort Lauderdale Beach is 100% concrete now. Okay? Hardly any trees. Um, it's cars, people, and concrete. Basically, from Miami Beach all the way down, or I should say up, to Palm Beach. It's just straight metropolitan area. And that metropolitan area... Um, 
has some significant flaws. And the two significant flaws that these areas have that are totally a detriment to our coastal communities is one, our sewage and infrastructure, right? Sewage is huge. The other thing is the drain runoff, whether the, whether the bad water is coming from the drains, from the streets, and the pollution is coming from the streets. All of our drain systems run straight into our river systems, our canal systems, that would empty into the waterways. And we see this, but we're willing to live with it. Now, there's some people, and there's obviously a movement out there right now, and more people are getting involved, but the local governments, the state government, and the federal government, um, although they will run on topics during election times, they're not really into it. They're not trying. And the reason they're not trying is because people are willing to settle for the amount of pollution that's in the water, for the lack of wildlife, because people's standards of where they want to live are totally different. And all the new people that are moving to Florida, they don't understand what the water should be like. The people of Florida and the people who have lived here have tolerated total exploitation. The drain system, this isn't rocket science, right? This can be fixed quickly. It's not like one of these fake-ass um, national movements like that straw thing. We're all drinking out of paper straws. Well, how did that work out? Okay, <laughs> are we better off without so many plastic straws? Yeah, probably, but did it work? Did it clean up the waterways? No. Are sea turtles still gagging on plastic all over the friggin' world? Yes. When you go to the beach, are you friggin' sunbathing in plastic and trash pretty much every day? Yes. So, that paper straw thing actually got some momentum. And it penetrated the companies and the restaurants, and they all jumped on board. Well, they're slowly fading off, and that, that whole thing will fade away. And that's another one of those feel-good projects. And, you know, um, I don't know how those things get so much momentum. When simple things, simple things that we paid for, like our drains and our sewage infrastructure, the people of Florida, the people of these coastal communities have paid for these, and they are failing us miserably. I mean, I want you to think about the drain runoff here in Broward County. We have wall-to-wall -wall people from the very edge of the Everglades, of the sawgrass. From the very edge of the sawgrass, straight to the beach, it's just straight people and drains and roads and total development. And every time it rains, all the trash, all the petroleum, all the hydraulic fluid, all the stuff that's on the streets, the rubber, everything, gets flushed into these drainage canals, which then go into the rivers and the canals that lead to the ocean. And you can see the stuff on the water. It goes for miles. It's trash, plastic, condoms, balloons, tipperillos. How the, how the hell can there be so many tips, cigar tips, 
in the intercoastal? Well, the reason it being is because all the cigar tips float and they go through the drain systems and they get dumped in the intercoastal. We use the intercoastal waterway. We use the canal systems, the ponds, all these places as a liquid dump. And the big thing right now is this trillions of dollars we're going to spend in infrastructure. Well, that should mean trillions of dollars of infrastructure. They're going to fix the drain system this year or next. They're going to use all that money. They're going to fix the drain system. We're going to quit dumping trash into the water here in our coastal communities. Right? That would make sense. Except the government lies to us over and over and over again about what their priorities are. So our priorities as citizens of coastal communities are not exactly where they need to be either. There's a small percentage of people that are, that are pissing and moaning and are pissed off. Then there's other people that kind of know what's going on, but, you know, they can live with it. Then there's people that are just totally clueless. They can watch the river of trash, which, which is what I call the intercoastal now. The new river, the river of trash. Many rivers of trash all through the state. People will look right at it and don't think anything's wrong. Until that changes, nothing's going to change. Do I think government's going to bail us out? Well, how do you think this infrastructure deal is going so far? How well is that going to bail us out? Yeah, they'll build the infrastructure to put more people here and to keep developing and all that. But are they going to put in infrastructure that's actually going to be good for the people that actually live here? Not a chance. As a matter of fact, if you want to see just hundreds of tons of trash drive around the I-95 corridor between Palm Beach and Miami and look on the side of the road and you will see miles miles and miles of just trash everywhere everywhere you look you will see trash when you look at those little drainage ponds on the side of I-95 if you look at those things they're just filled with trash and there's drain pipes going from right there straight into the intercoastal system so that needs to be fixed. Trillions of dollars spent on infrastructure. You would think that that would be one of the first things on the list, at least for the state of Florida and other coastal communities. I haven't heard one thing. I haven't heard anybody talk about that. Where's that infrastructure money going to go? Except for what? To bring more people that don't know or that have a lower standard here. Now, the city of Fort Lauderdale is your perfect example. They could care less about the people that actually live here because it doesn't really matter about the people that live here. If, you're, if you don't like Fort Lauderdale, they, they help you get out. They hope you get out. If I leave now and I turn around and I sell my house to somebody from New York or whatever that comes in here, they're able to double, triple the taxes on that person that comes in. So they're more than happy when people move out of cities like Fort Lauderdale. I mean, as long as, as long as there's a financial gain, which obviously is the big thing. It's not about serving the people in coastal communities. Not with the politicians here in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach. Fort Myers is disgusting. Tampa. Now, is this going to happen to all the cities now in Florida? 
with three or four hundred thousand people moving here think about it three hundred thousand people that's pretty much uh, the population of Orlando so every year we just put another Orlando in the state and you guys are watching it happen we're all watching it happen you go over to like Naples and all the way down to Sarasota and you drive down 75 corridor and you just see neighborhoods being put up just one after another thousands and thousands of homes I'm not really against um, all that development except they're building the drain system the same exact way we have to change that they're building the sewage systems the same exact way we have to change that if we're gonna have all this growth in the state of Florida and all our coastal communities we have to be able to sustain the growth without exploiting every last resource like we've done in Broward, Dade, and Palm Beach County. It makes me wonder, like, how low can the standard of living actually go in our coastal communities? I mean, think about it. We have, we have apps now that we check to find out if the water is clean enough just to swim in. The water here is so contaminated that we have to check to find out if it's swimmable. And there was lots of areas in Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Aventura, Miami, all across the straight state where they have to close recreational areas to swimming because the water is so polluted. Never did I think that the standard of living would be like that in the state of Florida or other coastal communities. You think about maybe, oh, Boston Harbor. You know what I mean? New York Sound or something like that. New Jersey, Newark. Maybe, maybe a place like that. You'd have to worry about contaminated water that you swim in. But here, in the Sunshine State, the Sunshine State, we're still promoting us as the place to come get in the water and be outdoors but they don't really mean that for the people that live here they mean that for the revenue that they're trying to get to come here and trust me when I tell you it's all about the revenue so how do we like you know make a change here how do we make this whole thing positive well first we got to talk about it we have to admit it we can't like put our heads in the sand like a friggin ostrich like we've been doing over the years when you're swimming in the river of trash that should bother you. When you have to check apps to find out if the water is too contaminated to swim in, that should severely bother you. And if coastal communities are getting overrun by people that could care less, then nothing's going to change. And then we're supposed to take government and law enforcement seriously. Seriously? You're supposed to take them serious? I'm not, I'm not even like sure where to start on this. But I got a good place to start. I got a ticket at the uh, boat ramp in Miami, I don't know, about five days ago because one of my trailer lights was missing. And the guy wrote me up the ticket. It was like 129 bucks because my taillight was missing. It was an FWC officer, a young guy, probably around 26 or 27 years old. He was nice enough. But as he's writing me the ticket for my um, trailer light, 
the jet skiers are doing donuts and breaking all sorts of laws right in front of the ramp. Yeah, the same ramp that's covered in trash and plastic. The same ramp that was in a no-swim zone this area. This area was in a no-swim zone this week because of a sewage spill in Miami. And he's worried about my light on my trailer. And this isn't like a neighborhood cop or something like that. This is Florida wildlife. Okay, it's Florida wildlife. They're worried about my trailer light. In the meantime, it's just complete lawlessness going on right under their noses. And they know it. They know that there's people driving all over the no motor zone right in front of Grandin Boat Ramp. They know that people are going and stirring up the mud and killing the seagrass all around Rickenbacker and Hobie Beach. They know all this stuff is going on. They know that the jet skiers and personal watercraft is just complete lawlessness. They have idle speed zones that they don't pay attention to. And they're worried about my trailer light. And then I have to look at the government and be like, are you serious? Like, I'm supposed to take you serious. It's very hard to take you serious when you're worried about stuff like that. Now, I get the big things cleaned up. And then you can worry about my trailer light. I don't know. It just kind of seems to be the sign of the times. All these agencies, government agencies, they're there for us, right? They're not there for us. They're there for a paycheck. Kind of like that infrastructure deal. We spend all this money. We're going to spend all this money on infrastructure. We're not going to get any real infrastructure. They're not going to change the drain systems. There's not going to be less pollution. There's not going to be less sewage breaks. But they'll take the money. In the name of conservation. Heck, they started the whole Florida Wildlife and Conservation. They started the whole agency in the name of conservation. In the meantime, it's getting worse and worse and worse every single year. And we're supposed to take them seriously. Is they're giving us limits on the size of the fish that we catch. And I can live with the limits. I can live with all that stuff if it's going to make things better. But how can you put a limit on the size of the fish that, I'm, that I can kill and then dump hundreds of millions of gallons of sewage right into the water? Hundreds of millions of gallons of contaminated water that the government dumps or lets be dumped right into our coastal communities every single week of every single year forever. But they're worried about me. They're worried about you and the size of the fish that you can kill. Like I said, it's hard to take them serious, right? So now you lose all respect for government and law enforcement. That's no good. It's natural, but it's no good. We have to hold them to a higher standard. Because there's nobody else. There's nobody else to hold them to a higher standard. They're not going to hold themselves to a higher standard. I spoke with the mayor of Fort Lauderdale. I spoke with city commissioners. Okay, I spoke with all sorts of people all over the state about solutions, simple solutions. 
One of the things that I think will work, I don't think will work, I know will work, is a simple water goat system. We see these water goat systems on the west coast of Florida, not very many of them, but the ones that you do see them are extremely effective. And they're cost effective. And it's something the government can do. But do you think they do anything like that? No. What they've done here in Fort Lauderdale is they have a boat. It's basically a John boat. And two guys go around with dip nets and trash um, bags like you're cleaning up your front lawn. And they go around and, I don't know, they get two or three bags of trash every day. It's smoke and mirrors, folks. They're making it look like they're doing something. And they're actually spending a ton of dough, half a million bucks for two guys in a fucking John boat to go around and skim the canals like it's a friggin' pool or something. In the meantime, it rains the very next day and tons, literally tons of garbage go right into the canal. Right into the intercoastal waterway system. And we're supposed to take them serious on the rules and regulations. We're supposed to take law enforcement serious. I'm supposed to take the guy that gave him the ticket for the friggin' trailer light serious. It's not taking him serious. It's a joke. If you've never heard it before, you've heard it now. These government agencies are nothing but a shell game. Billions of dollars they take and don't do anything with it. The city of Fort Lauderdale stole hundreds of millions of dollars from the taxpayers here in the city of Fort Lauderdale. We paid for the infrastructure system, for the sewage system to be upgraded and maintained over the years. They took that money and they did whatever they wanted with it. They put it in what they call a general fund. Now, just recently, they outlawed that. But I'm sure there's another loophole that the city will find in order to steal the money in the name of conservation, of course. I mean, the mayor of Fort Lauderdale is some big-time attorney. If there isn't a loophole, they'll learn and make a new loophole. It means what lawyers do. And they just make laws and laws and laws and laws, and then they can use the laws to their benefits. But do they, do they use the laws to our benefit? No. It's a shell game, dude. It's a total shell game. And we, the people here in the coastal communities, see it, know it, live with it. Settle. We settle. We've been settling for far too long. The ones that, unfortunately, the ones that didn't settle moved out. We got people moving out of Florida to live in the country somewhere. They're moving to the hills of the Carolinas. They're moving to places like Nashville and stuff. And they're leaving here to go there because this place is so crazy screwed up. And if you live in a part of Florida that's not crazy screwed up, open your eyes because you will see the change happening. And if you don't tell people that you can see it, you're just willing to settle. You're willing to settle for the same thing that the guy that's moving down from Newark, New Jersey has never seen clean water in his life. You're willing to settle what, for what he's willing to settle for. Don't sound good, I know, but it's true. I don't know, I used a podcast to try to uh, enlighten people. 
open their eyes, motivate people. I'm not sure for how well it's working. Plenty of people listen. Do the right people listen? I think so. I don't know if there's enough right people out there. The people that actually understand and care are such the minority. We're such the minority. And I think one of the biggest problems with a lot of the nonprofits is that they basically preach to the choir. We don't need to keep preaching to the choir. We need to grow the choir. These people that are moving in from out of state, these people that are creating a new Orlando here every single year, those are the people that need to be educated. Those are the people that need to understand what's at stake. Along with the people that are already here, because it's such a minority. I can't believe it's such a minority. I can't believe that that many people are willing to settle, but so far, that's what we're seeing. Places in smaller communities. Homosassa, I'm talking to you. Crystal River, I'm talking to you. Don't let your coastal communities get exploited like we did. Get involved, get ahead of it. It's your drain system that you need to worry about. It's your infrastructure that you need to worry about. It's the septic tanks that you need to worry about. It's the drainage coming from these weird places like Lake O. Lake O just draining all that toxic water into Stewart, into Fort Myers. The people of Stewart and Fort Myers just have to live with it. They know it. You would think they'd be protesting by the thousands in those cities. Thousands and thousands of people you think would be pissed off, willing to do something. I got news for you. It's not thousands and thousands. It's a few hundred. Thank God we got the few hundred. But it's the vast minority, which is the problem. Um, way to get the water, you know, filtered and cleaned a little bit. And the answer is yes. But that's just like one small apparatus. You know, sock filters. It's not rocket science. They're doing it over in Australia. It seems to be working really good. We could probably take advantage of it here. But you don't just do those filters. You do filters on the drain before it goes into the drain. Then you do a water goat system that I'm talking about. Then maybe some state-of-the-art stuff like these protein skimmers. Maybe reservoirs where we dump the water in the reservoir, clean it, filter it before we put it into the canals. But it would be a multiple system, multiple apparatuses, multiple ways, a full arsenal to combat the pollution and the water quality problems. So anyway, it's one of those days. It's one of those things. I'm sitting here. I'm fishing pretty much every single day, and I think about it, and I watch it over and over again. And I think about all the simple solutions. I think about all the things that all these government guys that are out there in boats with badges and guns, what they could actually be doing to help. Instead, we live at the shell game. And we'll look for areas, we'll look for places, we'll look for positive things coming from the FWC, the cops, the Coast Guard, Border Patrol. I can't tell you how many people that have badges and guns that work for government agencies that are out on the water every single day that see the stuff that I see, that either one, don't understand about it, don't understand it, 
or two don't care about it, or three, they're just showing up to get their paycheck. Just one more day closer to their pension. Anyway, it's Captain Jeff. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Guy Podcast. This is a podcast for real guys by real guys. Until next time, until the next episode. And there will be many more episodes coming up this summer. I've been slacking a little bit. Not slacking completely, just slacking on the episodes. We're banging out the tarpon trips right now. Busiest time of year. I heard on a podcast, they call this hay time. Right now it's my hay time. So we're trying to get out some podcasts. We're trying to get out some recordings. Recordings will come out more often as the summer goes on. Thanks so much for listening to the Real Guy Podcast and run that dog.